All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, of course, is Melissa Crutchler. I am an uh, identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator, founder of many, many things that we're not going to go into today. Um, <laughs> today's, today's episode is your spiritual life purpose. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about what your spir- spiritual life purpose, purpose is, and I can't talk today, um, how you can find it and what happens when you aren't living it. Today's episode has been sponsored by Paul William Davis. If you're someone that is at a crossroads in life and wants to a step-by-step process to get the clarity and certainty as to what your unique life purpose is and what direction you should go in that will give you fulfillment and meaning and the ability to reach your full potential, then this program is for you. Discover your life purpose. And you can find the link for that in the description of this video. So please absolutely go sign up for that um, if that sounds like you. Um, I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce themselves. Paul, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, Melissa, and thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, you probably got it by the accent. I'm from Dublin in Ireland. Um, so I suppose maybe just to share a little bit about myself. Um, I was born one of eight brothers, no sisters. Um, so everybody in the house was male apart from my mother. And the joke that my mum used to always have was, oh, my God, everybody's male, you poor thing. And she would reply by saying, yeah, and even a dog is a male. So that will give you an idea of literally what it was like growing up in our house. Um, But I suppose with with Irish folklore and Celtic tradition, somebody that is born the seventh son is um, expressed as being having been gifted. Um, As it turned out, I was born the seventh son of a seventh of a seventh. So I'm actually three generations of um, seven. And so knowing that in the folklore within the Irish tradition, um, a lot of people would come to the house and they'd come to the house for a healing. So I'd do a healing on them. They'd go away and I had no end of people from whether it be cancer or rheumatism or arthritis or whatever it might be, migraines, anything um, pe- people would come to the house of. And I do healing. So I always knew growing up as a child that there was something different about me. Um, but it wasn't until kind of later on in life and um, going through um, my career and, and developing and then set my own business that I came to terms or came to understand um, another part of me, which is the intuitive and the empathic side. Um, so growing up as a career, I trained as a management accountant. So I have a very logical side of me um, and very analytical, very process driven. And my career was literally going to companies and helping them to turn around as quickly as possible. But what I was also doing, unbeknownst to them, was I was using the intuitive side of me to know what was the direction that the company should go in and what was going to lead the business owner to the best success that it would have possible. Um, roll forward very quickly then in 2001, I set up my own business. So I'm going about you know 20 odd years, um, but I kept a lot of that intuitive and empathic side of me hidden. Um, and ultimately what I learned again over, over a period of time was that the information and the insights and the knowings that we get for people was more aligned to what their life purpose is, what they are specifically here to do. Um, and I, for me, was on a quest to try and figure out, okay, what is my life purpose? What am I supposed to do? Um, and everything that I've tried, that probably all our listeners has actually tried as well, whereby, you know, find what you're passionate about or completing Ikigai. And Ikigai, for if people aren't familiar with it, it's all those circles all joined together and it's trying to find out what's your mission in life. 
but the vast majority of people are unable to find what their mission is. And ultimately, the question they're asking is, what specifically am I to do in my life? Um, so what I had to do was um, use the, the insights and the knowings and the visions and the images that I would get from my clients and try and work out a way backwards to try and figure out, okay, so what's the, how could I find the evidence in a person's life to discover what their individual life purpose is? Roll forward very, very quickly. I'm now at a stage whereby I have developed that methodology. It matches very, very clearly with the insights and the knowings and the imagery that I get for, for people. And it ultimately gives them every single aspect of what their specific life purpose is. So what specifically they're to do, how they're to do it, why they're to do it in the first place, and what's going to give them joy and fulfillment. Um, and that's literally the mission that I'm on right now at the moment, um, which I have been doing over the last decade, is getting out there and reaching as many people as I possibly can to get them and put them on their purpose and to help guide them to fulfill what their purpose is. Um, I suppose what I described as being it's the ripple effect. So the more people that are on their life purpose, well, the much bigger difference that they're going to be um, making in the world. And it's that ripple effect that trickles out all throughout the whole world. Um, so that's that's the mission I'm on right now at the moment. Absolutely love it. I, I'm i not going to lie. I've heard every word that you said, but I was zoning out because uh, of your accent. I love your accent. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, I wonder what it would be like if I moved to Ireland. Just what, what would it be like, right? And I'm literally picturing while you're talking and you're talking about life purpose. And I'm, I'm literally picturing moving to Ireland, like my whole family and going, that's where we're, that's where we're going. Um, well, we've a lot going for ourselves, I have to say. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I, I would absolutely adore it. Um, it's I love that you that you created that methodology. I'm I can see what you're talking about, where it's where you go back and you say, where, where have you been pointed to? Because even for myself, I always wanted to be my own boss. I always wanted to be my own business owner. Um, if I looked back at my life moving forward, it was all of these little hints and all of these little pushes and and go this road or look at this person or do this right um your intuition your your empathetic side your spiritual side whatever that looks like for mm -hmm. for any of you you are being guided whether you believe spiritually or not you are being guided right you're going into certain aspects and certain areas that are that are meant to to trigger things and today um, just to give you a little bit of intuitive for everybody watching or catching the replay today. So I've been having issues lately. Um, I'm not going to go into details of what they are, uh, but I've been having issues lately. And today I was randomly and like, we're completely randomly. I had a notification on Snapchat. I opened it and somebody that I follow on Snapchat had posted an update. Um, and they were starting their first round of chemo. And uh, so I, I searched them and I looked because I hadn't connected with them in a long time and um, found out, you know, what, what type of cancer they had and the issues that I'm having, you know, my husband's been telling me for weeks, make a doctor's appointment, make a doctor's appointment, make a doctor's appointment. And I'm just like, soon as I, soon as I did that, I made a doctor's appointment, right? Because obviously preventative health, but um you're always being guided to something. 
I started my business six years ago, not as long as you, <laughs> but I started my journey um, to be my own entrepreneur six, uh, just about seven years ago. And I keep going back to that original, original thought process and that original purpose and why I wanted to do it. So it, 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 it makes a difference being able to understand how to connect those dots and how to see what that path, where that path is leading, how it's been shown to you um, and going that route. One of the things I wanted to mention um, as we get started here is knowing what happens when you aren't living your purpose. I think that's, that's a big question people might have is, you know, how do I know I'm not living my purpose or how, how do I know if I am living my purpose? Is there a sign? Is does something happen? Um, so I'm going to let you answer that first and I'll add on if there's anything. <laughs> yeah. I suppose there's a few different things and let me cover as many of them as possible. Um, one is if you're not living your life purpose, you will feel unfulfilled. You will feel empty inside. You will feel that you'll look at life and you'll be observing life and you'll be saying it is just meaningless. There is literally no joy in it. Now, are you going to have periods of joy and love and, you know, loving what you're doing? Yeah, of course you are. But if you were to take a snapshot or take a view of your life over a period of time, then that could be over a few months. It could be over three months. It could be over six months. It could be over 12 months. And if you were to look at your life over that period of time, so in general terms, what was your life like? Were you jumping out of bed in order to actually get to fulfill what it is that you were doing? Were you having a full, um, people refer to as, I've lost my mojo. So do you have a zest for life? Do you have a joy for life? Are you literally driven to fulfill what it is that you're here to do? And um, so that, that's one aspect to, to, for, for people to ascertain. Some people feel that they are on their purpose. And it's funny when they come through to me and I realign them, for one better word, in relation to what their true life purpose is, they realize why they weren't on, on, on their true purpose. And the reason for that is because a lot of people, when, when they search this subject matter, one of the first things that people will find is find what you're passionate about. And what happens is people research in their life and say, OK, so I'm passionate about X, Y and Z. And they start doing X, Y and Z. But then after a period of time, they lose interest in it. And here's the thing. Passions are transient. And if you were to go back to the origin of the word passion, it means to suffer. So if you're in the Christian faith, you'll, you'll know and you'll understand the passion of Christ was the suffering of Christ. So that's where literally the origin of the word passion comes from. So people that are seeking out what they're passionate about, what they find is, and I, I, I'll see them going through this in terms of, I, I call it a feast and famine cycle. So they really, really be enthusiastic about it, doing it and they enjoy doing it. But then when it comes to an awful lot of challenges in their life, or they start to lose interest in what they're passionate about, they now go into a famine cycle and they go through it. And then they, they go back to what they've been doing before in terms of, okay, now let's see what I'm passionate about this time. And they start seeking out a new passion and then the cycle goes off again. Fulfillment is very, very different. Now, what happens again to, to, for, for people to understand where they're off purpose, I use the analogy of the feather, the brick in the truck. So exactly what you were saying, Melissa, earlier on in terms of we are constantly being guided by the universe and our soul spirit to fulfill what our life purpose is constantly. The difficulty for a lot of people is they don't know and they don't 
understand how to interpret the information from the universe and from our unconscious and our intuitive side in order to know what is right. And then they start to second guess it. They use a conscious mind to try and work it out. And they try and look for other signs in order to um, see whether the guidance is, is right. So where I describe the feather, the brick and the truck, the feather is along the lines of we could be speaking to somebody or we could be reading a book or we could be watching a movie. And something inside ourselves resonates just as much as you open Snapchat, Snapchat. I don't use it, so I'm not familiar with it, but you open the app Snapchat and all of a sudden you see something, a notification in relation to somebody that's been diagnosed with cancer. Um, that, and that, But something would have resonated with yourself inside and says that tiny little voice to say, actually, do you want maybe, yes, your, your husband said contact the, the doctor, but a little voice inside would have said, let, let, let's contact the doctor. They're the intuitive nudges that we get but it's the light, the light touch of a feather. If we don't listen to the feathers, the brick comes along. Mm. And the brick is a little bit more subtle than the feather, if you can imagine. So it's from the point of view of we could get an illness, but we'll overcome it. We'll get a financial setback, but we can overcome it. We'll have a, a dispute in a relationship, but we can overcome it. So it, it, it literally stops us in our tracks for a moment in time. And that could be for you know a few days, a few weeks, a few months, but we can overcome it. But there's a learning from each one of those bricks. Mm -hmm. But if we don't listen to the bricks, well, then the truck comes along. And I describe the truck as nobody wants a truck, believe me, absolutely nobody wants a truck. But the truck comes along the lines in the form of, it's the illness that's life altering. It's a separation, it's a divorce, it's a bankruptcy. It's a business failure. It's all of those. And typically what it will do is the universe is very clever because it will it will hit every single area of a person's life and will hit the first one that's of priority importance to an individual first. And then it will start to work down each through each of the areas. So if you can imagine several trucks coming a person's away. That's what the universe will do. And the whole point of it is, is trying to get that individual to fulfill what its life purpose is. What I refer to, it is a soul contract. It's a contract that you have from a soul level. And it's your, so you can imagine as a contract, you've got a contract to fulfill and you're being guided throughout your whole life in order to fulfill your contract. Um, so that's, that's how we get the information. But unfortunately in, in, in society and how we understand and how we're built up through, you know, through school, through our families, through relationships and all that kinds of things, we, we second guess our intuitive side. The methodology that I developed is so clear and precise from the perspective of the evidence that you find in your life, you, you can't question it because now the question, the evidence is laid out in front of you and now you can see that evidence and now the conscious mind is now, has everything that it absolutely needs to know exactly what it like purpose is. But that evidence has been guided from the unconscious side from the intuitive side. So it's when you marry those two together, which I, when I look back over my life and I can understand like, you know, I don't like being an accountant. I, I, I'm i not your stereotypical accountant. I, I'm very commercial orientated. I'm an entrepreneur, all kinds of things. So I can interpret numbers in a very, very different way, but I can understand why I was brought to be an accountant because it was bring that logical, that analytical side in order to find the methodology, which doesn't exist anywhere else to find that methodology in order to guide people to what their life purpose is, which is what I know as to be my purpose. It's so crazy. 
when that happens, when you get the ability to connect all those dots and find out why you experienced all these different things. Mm. Um, I wrote a book a few years ago uh, called On My Way to Us. And the book was all about how all of my past relationships, like romantic relationships, had taught me something. Had Each one of them had a lesson. And I had to go through each one of them to prepare me for my husband, hmm. right? And if I hadn't have gone through those, I probably still wouldn't be ready for him, hmm. right? And he wouldn't have been ready for me. And all of these little things that we go through, and yes, yes, we do ignore the feather, and it probably would be easier if we had just paid attention to the feather. Um, but if you don't know how to understand the lesson that comes with that feather, or the nudge that comes with that feather, then yeah, you you have to learn it, right? That's why we get um, the cyclical events, right? And the patterns and, you know, let's talk relationships. If you're constantly looking um, and getting into relationships that aren't right for you, that's a cyclical pattern because you're not understanding the, the, the lesson in that, right? Um, same with businesses, same with everything, your life purpose. Absolutely. Um, I am on the verge of creating my seventh business. I am not going to be the face of this business. Uh, my husband is because it's, it's inappropriate to say the least. Um, and, but you know, my life purpose is creation. It is connection. It is being able to connect, um, other people to themselves, to their happiness, to, you know, their life purpose in a different way, right? Um, I don't specifically um, do life purpose, but I do identity, right? Mm. And it it makes a huge difference when you understand that life's not happening to you. Mm -hmm. It's happening for you. for you. And that's part of understanding your, your spiritual life purpose, excuse me. Um, one question that people tend to have is what is the meaning of life? And I found that out at very early age. Uh, I share it ever, as often as I possibly can. The true meaning of life is to experience. We are literally here to experience, whether that is our soul contract, whether that is love and life, and we're here to experience. And every possible experience that we have teaches us teaches us something and guides us, right? Um, I don't personally believe in heaven and hell. I do believe in the other side. Um, and I believe that that is where we as a collective are. And on that other side, I don't believe that there are negative feelings or negative. It's, it's all understanding and awareness. So when we come here to have a human experience, that's, that's exactly what we're here for, is yep. to learn how to face trauma, to learn how to overcome, to learn how to love in spite of or in the face of, um, how to experience and you don't become an ascended master by not experiencing um, yeah. a ridiculous amount of, of pain and suffering. So yeah. you have to. Yeah. So I, I use the definition from the perspective of, um, so this is, this is a shared purpose that everybody is here to do. Mm -hmm. And that shared purpose is a, to be your genius, you, and I, I, I can define your, I can define what your genius you is, but it's to every single human being shares this purpose is to be your genius. You, is to live life fully, to experience, to love, and to evolve. Mm -hmm. This is what we're all here to do. 
and we cannot you're exactly right from the point of view of we're all spiritual beings having a human experience and we can only experience literally in the human format with this meat sack that we actually carry around ourselves with yeah and um, but every single individual within that overarching purpose has a unique fingerprint specific purpose identity specific to them. yeah yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah um no two people are exactly the same. You can have identical twins and while their DNA might may be the same, their energy is not the same. Their dynamic yeah. is not the same. No two people are identically the same in every possible way. Um, yeah. And that's why I focus on identity because we are unique individuals. And yeah. so your life purpose, one of the things that I wanted to mention um, about how to know if you're not living your life pers- purpose um is when every day melds into the same mm-hmm. and it's almost like I'm going to use my own experience the first time I ever did hash and this was many many years ago I was probably 14 or 15 um and yes I did experiment with drugs when I was in my teens um it was like I woke up mm. and I don't I didn't remember what had happened before like I I remember the last thing I remember and then all of a sudden I'm sitting in a chair going laughing my ass off because I don't know what's going on um but life is kind of like that you're still conscious and you're still aware but it's almost like you're conscious behind a screen or behind a film where you're watching your life go by and you're just you're not a part of it yeah right like your conscious is not a part of it yeah, it's very, very different. You're 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 part of it, but you're not engaged. Yeah. And some people will describe it as being a bit like Groundhog Day. It's a bit like being on the hamster wheel. Um, and, and somebody that again for, for, from ourselves, um, you'll see somebody that is for one better word, just existing through life. Mm-hmm. Um, and do they have joy? Do they have you know fun and all the kind? Yeah, they do, but they're not you, you you can tell very quickly as regards somebody that is um for one better word, on purpose, engaged, and a term that you know a lot of people will come across is that they're they're awake, they're they they, they can see the difference between in, being in the matrix and being um, observant of the matrix, um, and and that's what it, it's 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 a very very different feeling, very very different feeling, yeah, um, and you're completely engaged. Yeah, when you're tapped into that consciousness, it is it yeah. is life altering. You see yeah. things completely different. Um, you say you're analytical and I love that because I am too. People look at me funny when I say I'm crazy analytical. Um, (laughs) mine may not be numbers. (laughs) Mine is, um, mine is mental, mental and emotional health. I am an analytical genius when it comes to mental and emotional health and looking at it, right. I can look at somebody and see their, their mannerisms and I can see the way they hear what they're saying. I can see, you know, you tell me an experience and I can tell you exactly what caused it or what Mm. created it or how you felt coming out of that experience, because I can put all of those pieces together. I'm, I'm like you, I'm a connect the dots. Um, so when you have that ability to look at somebody and let's say even on, social media, right? You have all these content creators. If I look at a content creator, I can tell you if they're struggling. I can tell you if, you know, outwardly they look, they look perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And inward is a very, very different story. Yeah. And when, when you're, when your consciousness is awake to a different level, you Mm -hmm. see that kind of stuff, right? And, and you pick up on it. 
you can tell when somebody is intentionally trying to be mean or when they're being defensive because they're hurting, right? Yeah. Um, you you see everything differently. And it's, you know, seeing the trees move. You're like, okay, well, it, the wind might be annoying, but it's bringing the heat, right? Mm. You you see the deeper meaning yeah. behind things. The, the, the hardest part is when you add the other layer onto that, which is being an empath. Mm, um yes. so i'm intuitive and an empath um being an empath is really really challenging because be. yeah you 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 get to and again for 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 people that are listening to this um you get to feel at a very very deep level what that person is feeling at a very i i call it a soul level and um, because like that you'll get somebody that could be on social media or you meet them at an event and their persona is saying one thing but deep inside is it's a very very different story and they are um those situations can be quite challenging yeah um i have a pdf called spiritual protection and that's one of the purposes of it so i'm an empath so i i'm a spiritual teacher that's one thing that i do and this is not a sales pitch to anybody listening just a explanation and a validation is um i am a medium a psychic intuitive a healer and an empath and mm. um that being said, once you learn and you make it a habit to know how your energy works and mm. when you get to this level of consciousness, being able to identify, okay, this is not my energy. Um, mm. I remember there was an election going on and I don't like to talk about politics very often, but there was an election going on. I was living in the middle of nowhere. There was like my closest neighbor was a mile away um, mm. or a kilometer away. And I was enraged. Absolutely. Nobody was home. There was nobody. I was completely and utterly enraged. And I was like, what is going on? Only to realize that um, the country was enraged. Hmm. There were a lot of collective angry people out in the world. And when you're an empath, <laughs> sometimes you do tend to pick up on a very heavy collective energy. And yeah. it was, it was easy for me to identify, but as an empath, when you leave the house, you're connecting to people's energies when yeah. there are, you know, um, global disasters or, or what have you, you feel that on a collective yeah. energy and it feels like it's your own. So being able to differentiate between your emotions and somebody else's emotions um, and feelings, that is the saving grace for any empath is being able to identify that. Yeah, it's, it's huge, but, but it's, 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 it's a huge, um, well, okay, let's say with, with everything, there's it's benefits and drawbacks. hundred <laughs> yes. percent. There are pros and cons to absolutely everything. Nothing, absolutely. nothing is free. Nothing is great. Nothing is everything. Right. Um, and I think that comes down to perspective too. So living your spiritual life purpose. Now, I don't think that necessarily that blah, 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 blah. that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be spiritual. Um, so for anybody listening, this isn't, you know, oh, you have to be an intuitive. You have to be an empath. You have to, everybody is an intuitive. I'm going to tell you that right now. Out of the five gifts and abilities, that is the only one that everybody has. Everybody has intuition. That is your connection to yourself. It's your connection to your core energy, what fuels you, right? Um, it's the little, little electrodes that go throughout your body. That is your core energy. And when you connect to that, 
it is your gut feeling. It's your instinct. It is the ability to, you know, go drive down the street and go, oh, shoot, I left my stove on. Um, whatever that looks like, that's your intuition, your sixth sense. Everybody has that. Um, but you don't have to be spiritual to understand your spiritual life purpose. That is just you connecting to your intuition and going, hey, you know, maybe I need to get in touch with myself and what I need and what I want and and really align to create this better life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what I find a lot of people come to me for is that they would say, so, they, okay, let me put it away. The vast majority of people that I work with are executives, CEOs, celebrities, business owners. They're working, for one of a word, a, a high-intensity business um, but they have that inner calling to say, actually, I have all this stuff. So I'm hugely successful from that perspective. However, I'm, I, I just don't feel fulfilled. I feel a drawn or I feel called to something else. And that's that little voice or that intuitive side saying, um, come on over here. There, there, there's something here more for you to do. That's the intuitive side. And that's somebody that is um, seeking out what, what it is that they're to do ultimately what their life purpose is or what direction they, they should go on in life and um, and that can range from as i said anything from a, a celebrity executive right through to um anybody that's working in employment or an individual that has their their own solo pra practice um every single individual will be touched from the perspective it's a bit like um if you can imagine the the universe putting your the, the, their hand on your shoulder saying hey i the, the, there's something here i want you to do and that's for you to fulfill your mission. Do you have to be spiritual or walk around with Jesus sandals? No, you absolutely don't, because that spiritual definition is completely, totally, utterly wrong. Um, a lot of people will, um, where I'll come across, um, they will have certain gifts that they have, and they feel that, okay, they're, they're God-given gifts or they're spiritual gifts, and therefore they should give those gifts away for free, meaning that they should... Um, heal people for free they should give people readings for free or pass on information for free um but that's not what spirituality is all about um it's ultimately what you know you don't have to be spiritual in order to fulfill what your purpose is here um but what happens i've identified 12 different states of of being that an individual will move through but so as a person moves through from one of those states to another state i call the state of belief into the state of knowing the state of belief will be all about the individual, all about themselves. It's the, the personality. It's what it's how successful I can become. It's how much money I can accumulate. It's how many houses and cars and everything that I, that I can I can bring into my life. But as they transition through the other states into the state of knowing, it's now more about, OK, what's the difference I want to make in the world? What's my legacy about? How can I help more and more people? So that's where some people will describe it as being a spiritual awakening. But and that is exactly what's happening. But it's as an individual is moving through those particular states. So can you be a ruthless business owner and still be on purpose? They perceive that they are on a purpose. But I know from experience that it's not the true purpose. People will be called like as if they're, they're being tapped on the shoulder, say, hey, there's something over here that I want you to fulfill. Um, can people be on their spiritual purpose or soul purpose, soul contract, life purpose, again, whatever terminology you want to use, can people be on it from birth um, and and literally not have to have those feathers, bricks and trucks? You absolutely can. And what you'll find is that 
children that grow up and every single person is, is intuitive. Some people just are more intuitive than other people because they've they developed it in all different circumstances. It's been encouraged, it's been nurtured and all kinds of things from, from, from childhood. Um, so those people that are naturally intuitive from childhood, everybody is, but they are encouraged or supported in that environment to trust their intuition, let's put it that way. Well, then they are the ones that will fulfill their purpose and not, not fulfill their purpose. They will start living their purpose very, very early on. Yeah. It's where everybody else, which that side of them hasn't typically been encouraged, either through school, through society, through family and so on. And then now that's where fear starts to come into play. We start to second guess what our intuitive side. Um, but we were born literally to live life in line and tandem with our intuitive side. It's in later life that people tend to come back to their intuitive side and start to be guided from that perspective. Um, so it, it, it's it's a cycle. A question I also, also get asked, Melissa, is um, does our life purpose stay with us throughout our life? And the answer is yes. A lot of other people say that teach on this subject and so on, say, no, your life purpose changes. It doesn't. It changes from the perspective because they're pursuing what their passion's about, meaning they're, that's the feast and famine cycle I referred to earlier on. Your life purpose stays with you throughout your whole life and it will develop and it will evolve and it will grow, but it's exactly the same purpose that you're here to do throughout your whole life. And there's other aspects to all of that, but it's it's the same core life purpose that you have throughout your whole life until you're here to fulfill it. Yeah. Um, mine is being true, being true to myself, being true to the connection of who I am. And I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my truest calling has always been, and I love that you said you work with people who are in high profile positions. Those are my, those are my ideal clients as well, or, or my clientele, because for me, the difference between your clients and my clients is my clients have lost, lost themselves, right? Uh, not lost themselves as if like they're, they're disconnected. They're disconnected from who they are, what they want, what they truly need, their well, I guess for lack of a better word, their life purpose, but their identity, right? Um, and just not happy anymore and unfulfilled. And uh, I, so I absolutely love that. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, what comes to mind is um, there is, okay, so let me go down from a, an intuitive perspective. And you'll, you'll be familiar with this. And a lot of listeners will be familiar with this. There is a shift in the energy that has been happening for many, many years. However, the only thing I would say on this aspect is that because I've, I've, I've been picking this up for, for years, that energy, that frequency has been accelerating at a rate of knots. And it is um, accelerating and getting higher, meaning the frequency is getting higher from, from that perspective, um, an awful lot quicker. So a lot of people are being... Um, how to say that they're being tapped on the shoulder in order to fulfill what we're, what they're here to do. Um, you probably have a sense of relation, Melissa's regards what's coming down through the tracks. I definitely have a sense of what's what's come down through the tracks, so I can understand why there is a um, a huge number of people feeling this way. The what we've gone through over the last number of years. Um, you, we've heard about the the great resignation. We've heard of people leaving their jobs and all the kinds of things. That's all part forms part of people, for one better word, feeling lost and they're looking for direction. Yeah. But ultimately what's happening is that they're somewhat, think of it as being, they're the feathers in people's lives to actually guide them to what their life purpose is. 
Yeah. Um, I would absolutely encourage if it's, you know, through me, through yourself, through whoever that they feel called to or resonate with to find out what direction that they should go in. My absolute encouragement is to follow those feathers and literally go and find out what direction you should be going in because the world will absolutely need people to be on purpose over the next number of years. You just uh, lit that fire. So as you were saying all of that, and I completely agree with all of it, um, as you were saying that, I got this overwhelming feeling of desperation um, Mm. and desperation to share my my teaching like you right um again not a promotion i'm just going with what spirit's telling me i need to vocalize here is that awareness everything is shifting yeah absolutely everything is shifting and i almost feel the desperation to help as many people as i possibly can shift their consciousness reconnect to that to, to themselves so that they're shifting with it so that they're you know it's it's almost a desperation of not being left behind and and wanting to everybody to rise up to that to that higher higher standard i think for themselves yeah there's a few aspects to it and one of the main aspects what i would say to people is that if they don't um and this isn't a threat it's not you know it's it's not from that perspective i really want to share the information if 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 they don't follow those nudges in order to be in tune more with their, their intuitive side, which will open them up to a much, much higher level of consciousness, bottom line, absolutely will. Um, if they don't follow that path of what they're absolutely being nudged to and being guided towards, well, then now their consciousness won't be opened. Their intuitive side won't be opened. And then the repercussions of that nobody wants to go through because that's where literally the old world as what we would describe it as being that's where fear anxiety stress worry that's where all of that comes from and what we want to transition to is where no it's a much much higher level of consciousness a much more effortless way of how we work and how we operate and so on so people that are transitioning through the next while of what we're going to be moving towards um for some people that's going to be really really difficult because they they don't have the support of their intuitive side of the higher consciousness in order to guide them of what exactly they should do. And therefore they're going to find that transition very, very difficult to go through. And so part of my, literally what you you described as desperation. I, I, I said it at the very beginning, I'm on a mission because I know where that mission fulfills into the overall, or I have a sense of where that mission fulfills into the overall scheme of things. Because what, what I describe for people is I, I'm here to save lives. And I say that in two different ways. I say both literally and metaphorically, because some people that will go through that transition phrase and they aren't open or aware of what is to come and how they're to, they're to transition through that phase, they will check out of life. Mm-hmm. They will absolutely check it because I've already seen it happen in so many, so, in so many different occasions. Other people, we've, we've discussed this earlier on in terms of, there's people living life, but they're not really living life. There's two very, very different distinctions. So it's it, it, when I mean my save lives, it's same lives from have a real life, like that you absolutely love, enjoy doing, get a bed, and you you're driven to fulfill it. Yeah, that's living life. That's sucking every single ounce out of life. 
Um, so it, it's on both sides. And that's that's literally the mission that I'm on right now at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, for everybody watching, I, I really hope that this uh, this episode has been an eye opener for you. I think I if you found any resonation with what, you know, Paul and I have talked about, please put it in the comments. Please reach out. Um, absolutely reach out to Paul or myself if you feel inclined to create that higher consciousness to you know reconnect to who you are and and what your purpose is and and everything that's going to make your life a whole hell of a lot happier and healthier that's for sure um and just get in touch uh our sponsor today of course is Paul William Davis go and check out his program uh, which is discover your life purpose course. Uh, go and check that out. If you're someone that is at a crossroads and wants a step-by-step process to get clarity and certainty into your unique life purpose, please go and look into that program. Um, link in the description. Again, you can reach uh, Paul or I. Links are in the description of this episode. Get in touch, comment, engage, uh, like, follow, and share the show, of course. Um, Paul, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much. All right. So for everybody watching, if you would like to be a guest speaker, if you would like to be a guest blogger, a guest sponsor, or if you would like a topic featured on the show, please reach out to us at justalivetv.com. Again, I'm your host, Melissa Crutchler, and I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye.